sitting around passing the time. Yep. Because we got connected early, so we can start at the usual time, I guess, just about. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of pre-show prepping to make sure microphones are all Bluetoothed and whatever. Yep. Test, all test. Like that. This is a test of the emergency yeah. Terry system. <laughs> bark, 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 bark. Of the emergency pop, pop, Pop-Tart system. That sounds funny. That's funny. All right, everybody, that is correct. This is a podcast that sounds funny. And this is the week of August 22nd, 2023, season three. We are up to show 43, and we're on episode 146. All the statistical info for people who really care about that kind of thing. Uh, we uh, are two blind brothers and a blind sister who tell it the way we see it. I am your host, Keith, and today we have with me... Uh, Terry <laughs> and Jill. Yeah, don't get mixed up. Yeah, we're both Terry. here today. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, yeah. but here we get ready to start. Um, I think I just have a <laughs> tiny blurb to get going because we do like to start out with a little bit of what's new. Does anyone have a question? What a ridiculous idea! Could be a Funny family classic story, something recent. I know reading, something. watching, doing. Uh, there's a guy who does a podcast in the St. Louis area. We all know him from that story show. Mm-hmm. And I was listening to the latest episode, and I was and like, he, "Hey, he stole our news segment. He stole my <laughs> news story. I was going to do that story. Which story?" Yeah. With the the lady in Tucson, Arizona, coming home from vacation. Uh, I was going to do that one. Snake in the toilet. <laughs> I had two things the in snake, the toilet. Snake I was in the do. toilet story. Actually, I was going to do that one. But uh, yeah, he, he stole, stole that idea from us. <laughs> yeah, apparently. He did. I thought they tried to. Well, I thought they tried it one other time or something. You know, back when Earth Oddity was coming on and off their show. Oh, you know, yeah, he did that. have the guy from Earth Oddity as a guest host one time. And he might have done it then, but I, I don't recall. Right. And so I thought he was on there, yeah. Uh, and, but hey, we all stole it from them, I guess. <laughs> well, yeah, we borrowed the idea from them. Yeah. But then they started telling jokes on, their, on that. That's funny, too, so. I wonder if he'll start doing weird words. <laughs> well, there once was a time where a certain listener, <clears throat> Jill, would send in little funny one-liner jokes, and they would read them. This is from our listener, Jill. Oh, yeah. <laughs> my lady in Illinois. And they stopped doing that when they kind of went on hiatus for a while, and then they brought it back where John will say something, and they open up the show. Yeah. 
But theirs is more of a show opener, and ours is more of a show closer. Yeah. That's what I got. I just uh, know it's up. Yeah, I was going to bring it up, too. They stole our news idea. I don't really have an awful lot. I got an email yesterday, or maybe it was the day before, and it had a weirdest subject line. Are you pooping wrong? <laughs> and, uh, how, can, how else can you do it? Where else does it come out? Do you do it standing up or what? Are you pooping wrong? I didn't know there was the wrong way. <laughs> It's funny when you get them weird emails like that. Did you actually open it and see if you were doing it right? <laughs> yeah, don't note yourself. Don't stand while pooping. <laughs> yeah, if I, you're I in a river just... and you're pooping, always face upstream. My son <laughs> yeah. can point your butt <laughs> downstream. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't do it the other way. You'll have a turn and, float well, up over and your if shoulder. you do do it the wrong way, you only do it once. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, ah, there's a snake crawling up my back <laughs> oh my <laughs> we learned firsthand on that one in the river yeah, yeah. that's funny uh, gosh I don't think I got any funny stories what can well, I think about all I really got to open up with was that Oh, you got any bear stories today, Terry? He I always, could, but I don't he have always to. always has bear stories. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm reading a book, and there was a funny line in it that I could tell you. Let me get oh. to it real quick. Oh, I know another thing. Um, that's just a question that I don't know Jill might know. I was starting watching Yellowstone, and there's, the first season's got like three, three episodes, winter, summer, and autumn. Is that the right show? I don't, I don't know. Watch George like a, watches Yellowstone, like but a, I never. Is it like a documentary? Like it's just about animals out in the. In no, the Yellowstone. it's a different That's Yellowstone than Yellowstone. Isn't on Samnet? I don't think. If it is, it is different because Yellowstone is like they're living in Montana and it's out west and it's today times, but then they uh, made a spinoff or. Prequel, maybe, is what you call it. And it, 1883, I think. Uh, and so it's like when this... they're going out west, the settlers, to get to where, to, you know, Kevin Costner's on it. And then there's uh, another one, 1933, I think it was. And George just told me that there's going to be a 1944. And that should hopefully be the last one before... You know, it gets us up to well, this one, time. This one is put out by the BBC as oh, like a documentary not... where they, you know, tell you about Yellowstone National Park and the geysers and the bears and the coyotes and wolves. That's not the same Yellowstone then that everybody's all obsessed with. No, okay. So but what was your I'm, thing? I'm listening to this book. It's by Wynne Blevins. A long and winding road, and this funny line, and it cracked me up last night, the way you can tell a grizzly bear from a brown bear. The bear comes, and you, you run up the tree, and here's how you tell if the bear climbs a tree and eats you, it's a grizzly bear. But if the bear comes up and hugs the tree and shakes it till you fall out and eats you, 
It was a grizzly bear. <laughs> the other was a brown bear. That's how you can tell brown bears from grizzly bears. Yeah, brown bears can climb. Well, the one can climb and get up there and eat you, and the other one will shake the tree till you fall out and then eat you. <laughs> Yeah, and I, this guy was explaining to kids how you can tell the difference between the two bears. <laughs> and I, Either way, they're going to eat you. Yeah, <laughs> crack unless me you, up. Unless you can outrun your buddy, <laughs> you don't have well, to outrun the bear. <laughs> if uh, we're all ready to move on along. Hey, Bill, that's probably that guy. Well, don't worry, George. Leave it to me. Well, just flush him off. Yeah. Hello? Now I'm If uh, we were all ready to move on along, we can do some random stuff. Random stuff. Yeah, random stuff. That would be. Uh, Guess the year. Guess the year. Guess the year. <laughs> uh, that would be an icebreaker, actually. Yeah, it's another another round of ask the hosts anything. If you could <laughs> switch places with anyone in your family for the day, who would it be? Oh, Freaky Friday. Hmm. Yeah. Now, I don't know if that means like immediate family, like mom, dad, siblings, or if it means extended family, like cousins and aunts and uncles, or 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 what? But if there's somebody it, but... in your family, I don't. I would want to change this way in my family. Yeah, I don't. I don't I, think I would. In my family, I have a bunch of girls, and so that I don't know. I'd have that. You could be going to the girls' bathroom. You could go trans for the day. Girls' yeah. shower room. <laughs> Otherwise, it'd be like, nah. I don't want to be a girl for the day. They'd um, probably be yeah. visiting. <laughs> I I really have never thought of that. I, there's nobody in my family I ever wanted to change places with. But right. actually, you know, what I was, I was going to say is, well, anybody, because then I'd be able to at least see for the day. Then I can see yeah. what everybody looks like, and then I can run away from home. I have to live with you. That's what you look like? Oh, my God. Anyway. Um if you had lots of money, what kind of thing would you splurge on? For example, concert tickets, airplane, jewelry. Boxes of popcorn. A if new Terry, house. Terry won up. the, the Powerball lottery. He'd just buy a warehouse full of popcorn. <laughs> popcorn, fireballs, and buckets of dill pickles. A new bigger house and a new truck and probably some jewelry and. Oh, <laughs> I don't know if I'd want to get a bigger house, but yeah. I think I think Terry would splurge on buying a cone barn and buying an office building. No, I don't know. <laughs> I think I would splurge on buying a bowling alley. Pay off it, all uh... our bills that we got. <laughs> I, I want to ask you sometimes. You know. Of course, that wasn't necessarily my idea. It was my wife spending all of the, my money. So. <laughs> I know it probably costs about the same, if not more, 
but our, my new electric bill coming up here in September for that little tiny cone barn is $898 just for the electric bill. Just for great. one month? Yes. We wow. pay it in full every month. That's for one month. That's for last month. That's more than our whole house. You know, my church house costs that much to heat it. Uh, more or less it depends so well you, you're talking about what a little 30 square foot building i would question that, that if i was you i wonder if somebody's it's 24 by 24 outside outlet <laughs> yeah 24 foot by 24 foot actually in the floor space but my church house i got a, a five ton hvac unit and two furnaces and it's a big lot of floor space and electric stove and electric water heater. And now the use it didn't right. cost that much. It used to only be about two or three hundred bucks. But thanks Joe Biden. All the yeah, everything's power going use prices really skyrocketed now. It's like three times as much as it used to be. But the thing that's, is that's uh, not what splurge on if I had a lot of money. <laughs> I could pay my power bill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I was going. <laughs> yeah. It's the biggest bill we've got so far for the combine. If you had to be an animal, which animal would you be? A snake in a toilet. A <laughs> monkey. <laughs> I'd want to be a monkey so I can swing from the trees. <laughs> that sounds good. Uh, I don't know. If I had to be an animal. And um, I could throw my poop at you guys if I was a monkey. Oh yeah, I, I, I'm slowly coming around that idea. I would be, <laughs> I would be a flying pig or a flying monkey. <laughs> I'm not sure if I ever wanted to be an animal. I'm going to say maybe a giraffe. I don't know. I just like giraffes. They're tall, like you. Don't know if I want to be one, but hey, that, that would be the question anyway. Oh. Um, they can actually run pretty fast, too, for the if shape all, they are. <laughs> if all of your clothes had to be one color, and that's all the color you could wear, what color mm. would you pick to wear? Blue. Terry, Terry wants to wear green camouflage. <laughs> oh, wait, he, he's already had too much of that in the past. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know, maybe red. It seems like I have a lot of red shirts. Um, Yeah, one color. I mean... That's kind of hard to figure out, but... Because usually we're like, you know, jeans and a t-shirt, which is, you know, white and blue. Mm -hmm. But we're like, oh, maybe blue jeans and a blue t-shirt or something. I guess so. Blue would be good. Tan. I, I, I don't really care much for tan blue would be good or maybe you know gray or something it's like that time up at Heinz this one guy they thought he would never wore change his clothes but they went to his room and they looked in his his wall locker and he had the same color shirts and pants every day mm -hmm. he had the same shirt same like a uniform type thing you know Oh. khaki you know pants and shirt it's the same thing he'd wore the same thing every day but it was different 
it was clean, but it was the same you, you, style. You change the same. clothes. It just was the same right. color. Yeah. Right. Same well, color, same style. When I had uh, our business in Springfield, we had Centos, which is a uniform company. And so we always had the same colors on. We always had like uh, khaki pants and a, I think it was like a greenish kind of a shirt. Uh, but it was, you had a change of clothes every day. You had like two weeks worth of clothes, you know. Yeah, and that's a whole Einstein it. thing. There, you just get up and put it on, and there you go. Mm-hmm. But you I don't, don't think it was going to be limited to one color. I think I, I think blue, blue jeans, blue t-shirt, or blue polo shirt, or some blue, you know, slacks of some kind. You know, there's some colors that mosquitoes attract, like green. You like green, I think. Yeah, well, I think we've had enough of the randomness for today. Um, we yeah. only have a hundred more questions to go. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, with our random stuff here all done, meeting the host, asking hosts anything. Uh, and for sure, if somebody has a question we don't cover or you just think of something, let us know. Boss, I'm stupid, but I ain't that stupid. Boy, I'd hate to be in that guy's shoes when them cops get through with them. But for now, it would be time to move on to some news. News? Oh, man. Boy, what a character. <laughs> I've got a bunch, but I wasn't ready for news yet. But it has to be taken care of right away, huh? Poop I got one ready. about a sunflower field in England. Oh, I heard about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Strawberry field. People have been taking pictures in this wonderful because sunflower field. Because it's so field. photogenic. Yeah. yeah. That sunflower backdrop. I think it has something to do with, I think they're in the Garden of Eden because they like to pose naked with these sunflowers. <laughs> uh, yeah, I heard, heard about that one. The, uh, the owner's got signs around because it's a family-friendly place. People bring their children, and it's not a proper place for taking nude pictures. I wonder if you could call and set up a schedule where you could maybe schedule come at appointment. a certain time. I want to reserve a time for 3.30 next week to take a nude photo. Yeah. Okay, sure. What do you look like? <laughs> They're taking kids and not making kids, you know. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Six times in one day, people were taking pictures. Six <laughs> times? Wow. Yeah, this is please. something about sunflowers. I, I'm compelled to take off my clothes. Take a picture of me. A lot of naked yeah. people in England. I guess. Yeah, it says it, that they could, I guess it says they could do that, but not during their public time. So, like I said, if you make an appointment to come and... Take pictures of yourself hours. naked with flowers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so when she just sun... put, placed the sunflowers so that it covers up just barely enough. Huh? <laughs> they wouldn't they could at least the keep evening. their undies on or something. And <laughs> when the when the sunflowers aren't looking at the sun and they're looking down <laughs> at the moon, <laughs> looking at the moon. <laughs> So as people take lots of risque pictures, but this has been the first year it's become a problem. So they put signs up all around. Uh, uh, yeah, families are complaining about their children witnessing too much nudity. (laughs) 
don't know. A California company takes the water from showers and bathtubs in a 40-story building and turns the wastewater into beer. Uh, I'll go ahead and send it to Hawaii. Hmm. <laughs> they kind of needed yeah. it out there last week. <laughs> yeah, they did. Uh, um, I, don't, I don't think you had that one before. Turn a waste of water into beer. Yeah. So when you pee, it's yeah. all nice and foamy. <laughs> and you flush, it's, they just keep it foamy. <laughs> I was in San Francisco. And uh, they, you know, when you, I have a recipe to make beer. And not it is like, water. you know, well, I mean, whether not with just the water alone, it's made up of, you know, this recipe calls for 10 gallons of water. It makes 10 gallons of beer. You know, you have water, but, you know, you put this other stuff in it to make the beer. But I would think that, you know, I don't really want to have shampoo flavored beer, you know. <laughs> and this yeah. beer tastes kind of soapy. It tastes like the soap's going here. <laughs> That's how it lathers well, up on the top. Makes all that it was made in. It was made in San Francisco. It makes a good laxative for all them LBGB2Bs and stuff yeah. to clean you out <laughs> they had made like uh, 7,000 gallons of beer with the water they they didn't they didn't put it out for like public consumption they just wanted to show you know, like at this convention that it could be done I was born in Kansas I was bred in Kansas and when I get married I'll be wed in Kansas there's a true blue but anyway, uh, speaking of water, uh, otter attack injures three women on a Montana river requiring medical assistance. Um, they were floating on the Jefferson River, and officials believe it was a defensive attack, and they have posted warning signs. So I, I guess the women were trying to attack. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was going to ask know. who was floating. The women were floating on the water, and the otters attacked the, them. Yeah, the women were uh, floating down the river, uh, presumably on a uh, uh, on a canoe or, or a raft of some kind, maybe. And uh, these otters just attacked them. I, I, I don't think the women were attacking the otters. I think the otters probably <laughs> felt defensive. Maybe they were invading their territory or something. Yeah, probably. Um, but I'm trying. I don't have a lot more on the article. It's just it's kind of funny. You have uh, otters. Uh, a, a woman sustained serious injuries on her face and arms, was flown in a helicopter to a hospital. At the time of this article, her conditions were unknown. Uh, the women had called uh, 911, the police, the animal, uh, ambulance, uh, the local fish and game service all responded. Um but yeah, Jefferson River in Montana. The otter approached the group and and attacked them. They got out of the water, and the otters, the women got out of the water, and the otters swam away. 
the women leave and then otter leaves. So, uh, you know, it's just weird. Usually otters are playful, you know, happy little critters. And yeah. Apparently not this day. <laughs> there were some angry otters. Yeah, mine is the next one is about some lovebirds in the English town. The guy, I thought it kind of went with my sunflowers because these lovebirds are colorful, colorful, I can't even say it, colorful birds. And they've been spotted across the town of Tadley, England. The guy uh, accidentally left his, uh, eight, how you say, the bird cage is open. And 72 of his birds flew out. And they were probably going to the sunflower field to take nude pictures. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, let's see. Yeah, they've been spotted across the town of Tadley. And he put out food. And I don't know, bird called to them to get some of them to come back. And he got 28 of them back. They're about $50 when he sells them a piece. And since 72 of them got away, that's quite a few, quite a bit of money. The aviary, that's what they called his bird cage. Um, but yeah, he was on the phone with a friend and he was looking out the window and seeing all his birds flying around and got off the phone pretty quick to see if he could catch some of them back. And uh, like I said, he got 28 of them back and the rest of them have flown too far away that they can't hear their love calls from their other love birds. <laughs> In Sayreville, New Jersey, the power was knocked out in this town. Um, of, it was found, you know, a lot of times you have, you know, raccoons and squirrels playing around the transformers and they get electrocuted. The power goes out. But here in this New Jersey town, a bird flew over and dropped a fish onto the transformers <laughs> and it blew the power in the whole city. The bird dropped a fish, like dropping bombs. A bird of <laughs> a bird of prey must have been an eagle. Bird okay, of bombardier. Bird of bombardier. We're over the target. But see, like the lady in that other story I was mentioning earlier, the land the fish landed on the lady's arm. Well, I guess this bird wanted to have fried fish. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> see the the the. So, the Wumber was aiming not at the lady, but at the guy mowing the grass. He wanted to have it filleted. It's trying to aim for the lawnmower. <laughs> and then he can pick up all the fish chunks. The bird flew away and doesn't appear to be armed. Skies are fair and Kansas clouds are rare and Kansas never saw a place that could come fair with Kansas. So I'm going home. Tanner's story. Uh, it seems that a 48-year-old woman from Kansas was killed by a bear near the Montana-Iowa border. Uh, well, that's not funny. Uh, 
but the wildlife workers have begun setting up bear traps in order to catch the murderous bear. <laughs> well, you know how you can tell if it's a grizzly or a brown bear now. I told you a while ago. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but let's see. How a lot. It's just kind of an odd story. It's not particularly funny. Um, she was a marathon runner, and they believe that she was either walking or running uh, when the bear attacked her. So it only goes to prove that running c- can be bad for your health if you run through bear country. <laughs> right. <laughs> Make sure you run with a friend so you can trip them so you can get away. <laughs> yeah. But um, she was near a private campground and RV park, and she wasn't very far up to the hiking trail the bear had been traveling with one or more cubs ah that would explain it too mama bear watch out for the mama bear she's gonna <laughs> feed her baby bears this lady <laughs> uh, it's just one of those uh, fluke things going camping going for a jog and got you know mauled by a mama bear looking out for her cubs that mama bear was gonna get them cubs some fast food I guess so <laughs> What a fast she was running. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, like I said, not really funny, but it's just an odd story. Warning when you're out there camping and enjoying nature, nature sometimes can bite back. She's a A Japanese man suction cups 11 soda cans on his head to break a world record. Oh. <laughs> he, mm-hmm. he, uh, just like in that scary movie that had that guy Pinhead. can't remember that movie now um, with the guy Pinhead on it, but... Uh, Hellraiser, that movie. And then this guy here, he, uh, he, it says he takes, you can take your skin and pinch it where it creates a wrinkle and you put a can there and you let go and it's, and it suctions the, the air out. You know how the bottom of a can has got that indentation and he just does it all over his head. Apparently he's bald. So um, I wonder, are the cans uh, empty or they still got something in them? It it doesn't it say, but I would think that they are. Because uh, if they're empty, of course they're lighter. It'd be easier for them to stick if they're heavy with right. liquid in them. That'd be a little more difficult. Yeah. And so now we're all going to have to try this later. Yeah, hey. <laughs> we'll all be trying it out. In 2009, he did nine cans. Now he's breaking his world record and doing 11 cans he, he said why well, I, I was born with an exceptionally large forehead
Yeah. yeah. These people were... that do these world uh, Guinness <laughs> books, they have some weird ideas. They, yeah, it's like, what can I do? Huh. I wonder how many safety pins I can stick in my body. You know, it's like, <laughs> yeah, let me go and try it out. A man in Illinois sticks 3,000 <laughs> ink pins in his body. Oh, there you go. No, Terry's would be at Christmas time. You'd have to have all your jingle bells. How many jingle bells can this man wear around his neck? <laughs> or on uh, his body, because I thought you had them on your shoes, too, or necklace. something, wasn't it? Necklace? My wife, she wouldn't let me put them on my shoes. I did it oh. once. Got away with it for a while. And then she hid my <laughs> shoes. You, you put them onto a collar like a cat and go walk around the house. He has a I lot did. of them. I, I, had, I put them on a piece of elastic, so I can grab a hold of it. If it gets caught on something, it goes back and swings, and they start start rattling. She's a sunflower. She's my one flower. She's the flower of my heart. But that's silly. Oh, so it's silly. You know it is. But the question is, will we contact them first, or will they contact us? Well, <sighs> that's all my stories I got. I think Jill's all done with hers, so. Yep. It might be time to move on to an anchor topic. No, not anchor topic. No, no, no. Weird not words. I'm getting way ahead of myself. Weird words. Jill's weird words. Because I'm white and nerdy. Just because I'm white and nerdy. words are kind of strange they sound like other words but they're spelled just a little bit different our first word is burnish it's b-u-r-n-i-s-h burnish burnish it's like you sort of kind of burn something it's kind of burnish you know you burn at it you know uh, actually i don't know what that means like to polish something if i'm not mistaken what was the word Burnish. Burnish. Uh, like, uh, yeah. You, you're furnish. drunk and you're, and you're calling a woman's name. Hey, Bernice. Hey, Bernice. <laughs> Bernice. Hey, Bernice. I want something I want to drink. <laughs> but yeah, I keep kind of got it because it. means to make something perfect to enhance uh, it okay. so reputation like, or skill i know like in the bible if you're like the, you read like the revelation says and the angel came when his feet were burnished like bronze or anyway yeah burnish is looking perfect huh? yeah they see me mowing my front lawn i know they're all thinking i'm so wide and dirty our next word is boric B-O-R-E-K. It's boric. kind of acid that keeps roaches away. Boric See, acid. I told you a lot of these sound like <laughs> other words, but they're spelled, that's borax. <laughs> uh, you're you're uh, sick and you had to sound from school and you're so bored. Blech! I'm bored. Home, like homesickness, huh? That's <laughs> uh, a form of homesickness. You're sick. Bore, boreac. I'm so bored I'm sick. Uh, huh. Any ideas, Terry? I'm sure that's not what it is, but I'm going to stick with it. Uh, Borek. 
B O R. What did I say? E K. I think so. It's uh, mm-hmm. acid, uh, boric acid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well. Just too white and nerdy. Think I'm just too white and nerdy. Can't you see I'm white and nerdy? Look at me, I'm white and nerdy. This is actually a type of food. It says it's an envelope of thin pastry, and it's got. Cheese, spinach, and ground beef, and then you bake or fry it. So boric is some kind of a pastry with like a meat pastry with meat and cheese and yeah, some almost like a quiche. Oh, a quiche would have eggs in it too, like a hot pocket even maybe. Yeah, hot boric. Hot boric. <laughs> <laughs> Our next word is fabulous. F A B U L I S T. It might be fabulous. Fabulous. <laughs> it, it's whenever Terry has an awesome top 10 list, <laughs> it is fabulous. Your list is fabulous. <laughs> Well, I suppose it could be Terry's top ten list. It's a person. The meaning is a person who composes fables. He's a uh, fab. I wonder if that's fa- something to do with fables. Fab- so it's fabu. Yeah. Okay, fabu list. A fable list. Yeah. Mm. Alrighty. I, I, I kind of wondered if I was going to go that direction, but... My MySpace page is all totally pimped out. Got people begging for my top eight spaces. Yo, I know pie to a thousand places. Ain't got no grills, but I still wear braces. Here's another one that sounds like a different word. It's sucker. It's S-U-C-C-O-R. <laughs> Did you start with an F or a, S. An, an S as a Sam? Like Sam? S-U-C-C-O-R. <laughs> sucker. <AC. laughs> <laughs> oh, S-U-C-C-O-R It means to give aid or attendance to something Sucker How did sucker you know that I order all of my sandwiches with mayonnaise I'm a whiz, a minesweeper, I can play for days Once you see my sweet moves, you're gonna stay amazed My fingers moving so fast, I'll set the place ablaze Sucker poison out Yeah That means what he said, to give assistance in time of distress Yeah it's what's a, a hardship or need you give it because Keith knows the whole dictionary. He must. Know I, happen to, I happen to know that word, but well, after after you spelled weeks. it again to, and I heard it the right way, I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> but if it had an F on it, and it's like, I don't know about that word. <laughs> Killer rap, I haven't run at Pascal. Well, I'm number one. Do vector calculus just for fun. I ain't got a gap, but I got a soldering gun. The next word is ductile. It's D-U-C-T-I-L-E, ductile. D-U-C-T-I-L-E, ductile. It's like floor tile made out of ducks. (laughs) (laughs) You take a duck and you squish it flat and make him into a square. Floor tile made out of ducks. (laughs) Or it has a duck pattern on it. That's Uh, when you take a duck and you stuff it inside of a crocodile. Yeah. It's like what a turducken, you? but it's a ductile. Uh, a crocodile that ate a duck. It's a duck in his belly. Instead of a turducken, it's a duct tile. Duct tile. 
talking about that. It, it, it's like that that nineties cartoon about ducktails. Woo, ducktails. <laughs> Only it's it's ducktails, yeah. Happy days is my favorite theme song. Make sure kick your butt in a game of ping pong. Ace any trivia quiz you bring on. I'm fluent in JavaScript as well as Klingon. Hmm. Well, this word actually means uh, of a metal able to be drawn out into a thin wire. So I'm assuming it has something to do with melting. Uh, I, I was almost going to go with like like a heating duct, something related to a heating duct, but something to make into a wire you can draw out. Yeah. Wow. Um, like, I don't know what you call it, where you melt it and stretch it. Here's a word for you. Let's see if you know what deco is. D-E-K-K-O. Deco. It's like a gecko, only it uh, got better grades of school. I don't know. <laughs> it's it's a it's when a gecko is stuffed inside of a duck. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> See, the duck eats the gecko, and the crocodile <laughs> eats the duck. It's a gecko. Uh, I... <laughs> deco. It's, maybe it's a game like it's deco cards. Yeah. I got a yeah. deco around my swimming oh, pool. Of... Like art deco, like decoration, maybe. Just too white and nerdy. Just too white and nerdy. Can't you see I'm white and nerdy? Look at me, I'm white and nerdy. Paper mache. It could be that, I suppose, but what it means is a quick look or glance. So oh. look at it quickly. So when you're walking by a sunflower field, you give it a quick deco. Did I just see what I thought I saw? <sighs> you could look at that art or whatever real quick, that deco. I like to roll with the gangsters, although it's apparent I'm too white and nerdy. Oh, this next one is efflores. It's E F F L O R E S C E. Efflores. Efflores with the E on the end. Yeah. Most of the silent E. Efflores-D. <laughs> if it's French, it can maybe. I don't know. A little French word to get you. F yeah. I, I I can't even imagine. Something that glows, it's like fluorescent, you know. Well, <laughs> well I'm, I'm trying to remember. I had a word last week that was just the opposite of this one, and right now I can't remember what it was. I'm just too white and nerdy. I think I'm just too white and nerdy. I'm just too white and nerdy. I'm so white and nerdy. But this word here means to reach an optimum stage of development or to blossom. To fluoresce. To flourish like sunflower seed or sunflower. <laughs> yeah, when the flower blooms, it is fluoresced. <laughs> when those yeah. sunflowers fluoresce, it draws naked people to them. So you can it deco sure them. does. <laughs> you can deco them. <laughs> I've been browsing, inspecting X Men comics. You know, I collect them. The pens in my pocket, I must protect them. My ergonomic keyboard never leaves me bored. Shopping online for deals on some writable media. I edit Wikipedia. Another word I got is limpid, L-I-M-P-I-D. Oh, I heard that word. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Limpid. <laughs> I knew Terry would laugh at that one, limpid. <laughs> limpid. It's like your eyes like limpid pools of deep blue. 
I, I don't know what it means, but I've heard it used like that before. It has, it's a, it has a poetic <laughs> meaning of some kind. Non-erect. <laughs> yeah, a little bit flaccid. Limpid, yeah. limpid. It's a little bit soft limp. and flaccid, limpid. Limp. I remember right, Holy Grail really well. I can recite it right now and have you R-O-T-F-L-O-L. Completely clear liquid is what this means. So I guess, you know, if you have so, yeah. clear eyes, like you were saying. Tempid and limpid. Like limpid pools, so like clear yeah, pools. Perfectly you can see clear. To the Nothing okay. to make it. I've heard that, that, that kind of a poetic statement made before, but it's like, uh, I, I've heard that word. I used to know what it would be. Got a business doing websites. My friends need some code. Who do they call? I do HTML for them all. Even made a homepage for my doll. Here's another word. It's Sardis. Huh? C-C-S-A-R-D-A-S. C-S. C-S. Yeah, it must be a Russian word because I think that's how some of those. It sounds Russian or Polish or some kind of area over there. Well, Tsar refers to the king, the Tsar. Like the borders are, who hasn't been doing any good down there. Um, Sardis. Oh, well, this is a Hungarian word. It's kind of uh, different. Is it? That's still in the, in the definition. It's still in that <laughs> neck of the woods. Um, I, 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 first of all, I thought you said Tardis. I thought, Doctor Who. <laughs> um, but if it's Sardis, it's almost like a stone, like a, a gemstone or something. I don't know. Hmm. It's got Keith stumped on this one. <laughs> I don't speak Hungarian. Nope, me either. Yo, I got myself a fanny pack. They were having a sale down at the gap in my nights with a roll of bubble wrap. Pop, pop, hope no one sees me. But it actually means it's a Hungarian dance with a slow start and a fast finish. So it so. starts out slow and it ends up fast. Yeah, okay. it's some kind of a dance. It's like when the cat in the hat does that song, I'm a putchka in the putchka, and it gets faster, faster, faster. The cat in the hat. Getting freaky, I'm nerdy, indie, extreme, and wider than sour cream. Yep, our next word is flamur. F L A. Flamur. It's a slum in France. Two E's. Is it two E's in it? Flam, flam. No, just one. F L. Flamer. Flamer. <laughs> Flamer. Huh? Had two M's, I, think I guess. It's an N. Just one N. It's a, oh, not an N. N. November. N. Flaner. E U R. So it probably is a French word. Flan. A U R. Flanu. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Flanu. <laughs> Uh, wow. Um, it's a flat pile of manure. <laughs> the cow, cow dropped a load and the farmer stepped on it. Now it's a flat manure. Flat What? A flat pile of manure. I was in a V club and glee club and even the chess team. Only question I ever thought was hard. What do I like Kirk or do I like Picard? That's what it means. Is as an idler or like 
a lounger, maybe a couch potato, somebody that just oh, sits around. So like you're lounging around, floor. taking a deco at the sunflower field of the. <laughs> <laughs> wow, we're on a theme today, Jill. <laughs> <laughs> Spend every weekend at the Renaissance Fair. Got my name on my underwear. They see me strolling, they laughing, and rolling their eyes because I'm so wide and dirty. Yeah, our last word is Germain. Uh, Jackson. <laughs> it's G E R M A N E. Germain. And I've heard that word too, but I don't want to mean that's when you Jackson, like, but I har- think harmless. I'm going to say it means like harmless that's, or that means when you germinate that field of sunflowers. Yeah. <laughs> it has been germane. Germane. Germane and Penelope. Hmm. Well, this word's not really got a funny meaning. It just means relevant to a subject oh, under okay. consideration. All right. So it, so, it per- pertains to something. Yeah. Like like the deco pertains to naked people in the sunflower field. <laughs> <laughs> But it was a short trip. <laughs> but it is worthwhile looking into, isn't it? But first. Speaking of that, mm-hmm. it would now be time for a trip to Terry's Top Ten List Land. Yeah. Here's Terry Top Ten. Top Ten. He's going to give us uh, that word, uh, whatever that list was. Uh, <laughs> Fa- fabulous list. Yeah. <laughs> Uno, dos, one, two, tres, cuatro. I've got <laughs> 10 times so-called experts have dropped the ball. Oh, like, yeah. Only 10? <laughs> nothing to do with actually dropping a ball, but, you know, just so they got, the, might have the experts like got it wrong. Yeah. Hmm. Number 10. Fingerprint experts sometimes change their minds under pressure. They second guess their. It looks like a Terry yeah. fingerprint. No, it's a Jill fingerprint. It's a Terry <laughs> fingerprint. It's uh, they uh, change their conclusions sometimes under pressure. Number nine. Wine experts consistently 
um, don't know what they're doing. <laughs> huh. I uh, can't believe that. <laughs> it have no, they have no idea what they're talking about. Uh, somebody had put red food coloring and white wine, and the wine experts couldn't tell the difference. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. And that's how they came up to that little conclusion. But you know, I don't, I don't like regular wine myself. I like the, the one of sweet I, wine. I guess it's like taking uh, some brown food coloring and putting it into Sprite. That tastes funny. <laughs> but I think it's cool. Yeah. Yeah. And just like when they took the coloring out of the Pepsi there for a while. Everybody yeah. thought the clear Pepsi tasted weird because it was clear, you know. Hmm. Number eight. Art experts are easily fooled huh. by animals and children. You know. <laughs> Is that your child? He's pooping on the lawn over there. Why is that <laughs> leash on him? No, it was like 195 paintings were were entered into a exhibit in London. And later, one of the paintings was done by a four-year-old. And it fooled art experts. It was done by a graduate from Juilliard Art School. <laughs> Somebody painted a picture of the dogs playing poker or something. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe a dog put paint on his feet and walked across the canvas or something. <laughs> oh, that's a Picasso. No, my dog did that one. Well, my dog's name is Picasso. <laughs> yeah. He made that flat uh, newer right there. He, he squatted and he stepped on it. Number seven. Audio experts cannot tell the difference between cheap cables and expensive cables. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't matter if they're solid gold or just plain old Got wire. <laughs> it really no sound difference, you know, according to... Right. Um, I mean, you would probably people. need to have like a, a oscilloscope or measuring equipment to even know the difference. Right. Or they might just outlast the other. The better quality just outlasts there, the yeah, other. Yeah, probably durability would be their biggest point, not their sound quality. Number six. Handwriting experts verified Hitler's diaries uh, were fakes. It took them days to figure it out, you know, later that the Hitler diaries were fake. Huh. Well, uh, just because he didn't write them? I mean, he could have had a secretary write his diaries yeah. like a lot of people do. They his, don't actually write things themselves. 
had his girlfriend, was her name, Mary Von Brown or something. Somebody. Yeah. And a news reporter and his woman friend had forged the diaries and they were going to announce it, you know, on the news that they found these Hitler's diaries and they ended up going to jail for it instead. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Number five. A kidnapping expert was kidnapped after giving a kidnapping speech at a convention. By a kid. <laughs> <laughs> he was telling the kidnappers how to do it right. <laughs> this is how we catch him. So what if we don't do these things to do it right? Let's try it. A guy, a guy, a guy, a guy named Felix Batista. Uh, was a Mexican hostage negotiator and he was called after giving a seminar how not to be kidnapped he was called and was kidnapped himself never to be seen again oh wow <laughs> so they never found the guy <laughs> kidnapper was kidnapped he was hiding right next to Jimmy Hoffa and D.B. <laughs> Cooper I'm number four. Recruiting experts gave fake opinion on a fake player. What? Uh, oh, like for football or sports or something? The co college basketball. College basketball in 1993. Bob United invented a fake player and everybody fell for it. Huh. Trying to get them to. They had guess, a fake uh, name. It had fake stats on him or something. Is that what you mean? Right. Right. Uh, okay. And I guess they, like when they recruit him or they, you know, okay, who was this guy? And then. That way, the next person gets a, a good pick at somebody. But number three. Reports written by AI can fool experts. <laughs> It's what they say that AI has gotten good enough to like do uh, pass the bar exam to be a lawyer and stuff like that. Hmm. Number two. Family court experts. Oh, I miss it. Family court experts are often unqualified. Yeah, I can't yeah. believe that. <laughs> <laughs> the, yeah. the psychologists were not qualified uh, for for. They were unqualified. The judge was not the issue in this particular thing here. They. 
the uh, psychologists were not certified psychologists and they were they were all six-year-olds because it was child court (laughs) (laughs) Uh, here we go this one uh number one experts in every field have failed to predict the future (laughs) (laughs) yeah the year 2000. Yeah. <laughs> Will Trump win the election from prison? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He thinks he will, but will it happen? Yeah. That's yeah, all I my top ten. Yeah. I don't think anybody likes Trump or Biden. I think both sides are hoping that they would just both kill over or drop out or something. I don't know yeah. why they want to support them. Support somebody else. Why? Just right. because he's somebody the president, who's... he's a former president? Who cares? Uh, can run the country better. Have uh-huh. And not take a vacation after a vacation. And take a vacation from your vacation before you go to Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a vacation place. Yeah, it's for, in bad shape right for now. For some though. people. Five dog is good for you, Buster. By golly, I think you're right. Hmm. Okay, well, let's go on so, to our anchor yeah. topics. Since anchor we're topic. about water. <laughs> and today... Gilligan's Island, drop the drink, <laughs> anchor. Today's anchor topic is not Gilligan's Island. And it would be <laughs> communications. And communications happens to cover things like uh, reading books, as well as, you know, telephones, recorders, and stuff like that. And um, lately, I mean, I've been playing with uh, the Audible app on my iPhone. How does that work when you can't see? I've been thinking about getting it. It works really well. It works really well. Audible. Uh, I I first became aware of Audible, sheesh, a long time ago. Whenever we were living in Milwaukee, I think uh, it was kind of first starting out. Um, and I, I keep thinking I should probably you know go there and read books, but heck, you can get it from the NLS library for free. So why do I want to subscribe to or pay fifteen bucks a month for Audible books? But um, now, we don't have an affiliate link, but I know I know other podcasters do. And I thought, you know, I want to do this. I'm going to visit this podcaster's website. Click my Audible links and subscribe. And they, they get a monetary kickback. Even even your first month when it's free, they still get a, a, a certain amount of money to support them. And then um, I, I don't know how it works after that. But that's kind of neither, not to the point. Uh, the point is the app works really good. I don't have my phone handy to demonstrate it. Maybe I can insert something. Uh, but when you open up, of course, it goes to the home tab and you have um, some book suggestions that are there. Uh, as you just swipe through and it's very accessible. You tap things and hit a button and it changes options or whatever. Across the bottom, you have a home button, a library button, um, 
a, I think it's called discover or, or browse or something like that. And then you have, of course, the, the settings is on the last button. Uh, the discover lets you, you know, look through categories, you know, if, if you want books and, you know, history or biography or fiction or whatever, there's some categories you can drill down to if we just want to, you know, browse. And everything generally costs, you know, one token and you get one token a month for 15 bucks. Uh, now, your first month, you get a free token. So it's you know free for the first month. And let's say you already, I like this book. And I, I actually used my token and got me a, a C.S. Lewis collection of books, which was really interesting. Uh, but now I've used my token. It doesn't re renew until later on in this month. And so if I wanted to buy another book, uh, it, it gives you a price like, you know, nine ninety five or fourteen dollars or whatever the whatever the book author is charging for their book. And you, Are these and you, new releases that you can get from oh there? Yeah, yeah they're yeah. new releases. They have new releases there. So you actually get them before they go to NLS a lot of times. But here's another thing is they also have free books. And they'll, they give you like a oh five or six or seven free books. It's like 1984 or, or uh, Anna Green Gables or, you know, some kind of a, a handful of classic books like that. But there's a search box, and all you gotta do is type in the word "free," and it'll automatically populate your screen. And all the titles that are listed are are free, and you know generally they're in the public domain. Or if they're new books, it's because the author you know made them public domain. Yeah. And so you can download free stuff just to try it out, <laughs> uh, see how the player works. The player. It shows up at the bottom of the screen, right above those little tabs across the bottom. And it, it, it does have a basic, you know, play button when it's playing. You hit pause. It shows you the time. And I think you tap on the the title, the book title, or, or there's a button you can tap on, and it expands and fills the whole screen. And you get more details on the player. There's actually a sleep timer that you can set. Uh, you tap it, and it'll sleep. It'll, you go go to sleep in an hour, I think. And let's say you're reading a book, and and you're in bed at night, and you haven't quite dozed off yet. And it goes to your timer, and your book stops. You pick up your phone and you shake it. It'll, <laughs> it'll reset your timer. It'll wake it back up, and it'll reset your timer. So huh. you can keep keep on reading your book. Uh, another thing I wanted to point out with audible is you can search for podcasts in audible hmm. and if you don't know what podcast you might want to look for <laughs> that sounds funny is <laughs> in there you can get that sounds funny for free on audible hmm. uh, in fact if you type in our last name Heltsley, H-E-L-T-S-L-E-Y, you'll see a whole bunch of stuff. <laughs> yeah, uh, from one of our one of us uh, hosts that likes the podcast. <laughs> because I have a lot of podcasts that are yes, listed. You do. There. 
this this one shows up. Uh, There's several from LifeTruth.com that shows up. There's several retro radio retro radio things that shows up. Uh, and so you can. Just, I think I counted up about nine of them that you got oh, out there. Oh, there's a lot more if you, if you go to Audible because we we categorize the feed, and so you get it broken down by category. Is there something you had to do to get them in Audible, or is it just automatically, if you're a podcaster, they show up there? Um, well, the podcasting tool that I use is called uh, PowerPress, uh-huh. and there's some controls in there where you can uh, actually... Uh, PowerPress will actually publish the podcast on several platforms. So oh. we are on, not only on Audible, we're on Stitcher, we're on Apple, we're on Google, we're on, uh, wow, maybe at least 10 different platforms out there. Wow. And uh, of course, like any other platform. And nobody's listening to us. <laughs> like any other platform, on, you, you can leave ratings, Good you can leave a rating and review. Uh, now I, I know on Apple the uh, rating and review they don't really consider that for much what Apple looks at is the number of downloads that you've had over the life of your show and the number of listeners that you have so the more downloads you have and the more listeners you have over time it, it, it begins to build up But now other platforms like uh, Audible or Google, a rating and review really does help because that does uh, trigger their algorithms. So I guess the point of that is to say, try out Audible and do a search for That Sounds Funny or type type in Healthsley and you'll see a bunch of things in there to try out and sample. And leave a rating and review. And if you if you're a listener and you could do that and know how to do that, and it sounds simple enough to do that, it is like I said, it's very accessible. Um, and uh, but you can build up books in your library and have several books in there to read. And of course, with Audible, you're purchasing the book just like you're going to buy a book and toss it on your bookshelf, so it'll stay on your playlist. Hmm. You can come back and read it. Uh, I don't know if it's still going on, but they had uh, they were offering uh, volume one of the Harry Potter books for free. Huh. So I actually downloaded that one for free. But it does cost money for the other one. Yeah. So communications, uh, reading books is very easy to do with apps like Audible. Uh, it does books, it does podcasts. If you have a favorite author, a favorite genre. Uh, oh, by the way, whenever I typed in Helsley to look for authors, uh-huh. there is an author out there named Andrea Helsley. Oh, really? Yeah. And do you remember what she wrote? Is it a. Um, she writes some sci fi things. Oh. Uh, Dale Edwards' daughter. <laughs> no, uh, she's married, so she's not at Helsley, but her husband would be, because in her bio, her, she says she's married, and so therefore her husband would be Helsley, <laughs> not her necessarily. I was thinking your granddaughter. <laughs> yeah, well, my granddaughter's last name is not Helsley. <laughs> 
Yeah. Now this uh, this this gal has a, a pseudonym, a, a non de plume a pen name of uh, Andrea Shane. No, no, Drea Shane. So Drea Shane is the same person as Andrea Helsley. Huh. Uh, so anyway, some neat things you, you never can tell. You get out there exploring and searching. You might just find all kinds of neat things. In, yeah. Uh, uh, Audible is actually turning out to be a kind of an interesting and fun app to play with. Even if you didn't want to buy any books, all you do is type on the word free. <laughs> it free. And you drill down through some of the categories and you will find free stuff in there. You usually a lot of classic uh, books that are public domain, stuff like that. Huh. Isn't there some way I can sneak out of here without being seen? Look, Melonhead, if that's the way you feel about it, you can go out this window and down our fire escape. Thank you. Open the window. Good night, gentlemen. Costello, what was that? It just dawned on me we ain't got no fire escape. Curly, something's got to be done about that woman. Let's turn to... Do we got an email? Email. Do we have an email? We do have an email. What's in the mail for today? Oh, just the usual bunch of crackpot letters. What's it say? What? Well, isn't that nice? Yeah, this one starts out saying, Hi there, that sounds funny, crew. I hope you like my story. I was stunned to come home one evening and found my wife packing all of her belongings into a suitcase. What on earth are you doing? I cried out to her. I can't stand it anymore, she shrieked. 32 years we've been married, and all we do is bicker and quarrel and annoy each other. I am leaving. I watched my wife. So close the suitcase, lug it downstairs, walk out the door and out of my life. Suddenly, I was galvanized into action. Running into the bedroom, I grabbed a second suitcase. I yelled back at my wife, honey, you're right. You're absolutely right, and I can't bear either. Wait a minute, and I'll go with you. I can't imagine <laughs> life without her. Yeah, I think you're part of the reason. <laughs> Hope it makes Did my wife show. send that in? <laughs> Did my no wife happy, send that in? Happy husband, it says. <laughs> uh, don't have a town. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Yeah, I think sounds like something was, my wife would send in. Well, well, it says "happy husband." Maybe she was being anonymous. You have to ask her about that. <laughs> well, that was our email. And if folks want to participate, you can send us in your email, and we'll read it on the show too. T S F at that sounds funny dot com. Now wait a minute. What? I want this to be a surprise. Let me take you home. Uh, no tricks now. Mm-hmm. All right. Open them. But it's time to get things wounded down and do some final thoughts. Here's our final thoughts. Hey, what's the difference between a teacher and a trainer? 
teacher says, put your gum out. The trainer says, choo, choo, choo. <laughs> Why did the hipster drown? He went ice skating before it was cool. <laughs> I asked the kids like that. <laughs> they all survived. <laughs> what is the difference between a sprinter and a duck? One goes quick, the other goes quack. Sprinter. <laughs> Duck. What does Godzilla eat for breakfast? The whole restaurant. <laughs> He's hungry. <laughs> what do you call a tired pee? A sleep pee. <laughs> my wife just gave birth to uh, our first child today and after thanking the doctor I sheepishly asked uh, how soon do you think we can have sex he winked at me and says I'm off duty in 10 minutes I don't think that's what the guy meant, but yeah. <laughs> well, I can tell you a chemistry joke, but I don't think it would get a reaction. <laughs> yeah. You know what would make housekeeping so much more fun? A maid. Oh, yeah. Like Terry has. Put yeah. Just in that black, little black maid dress. Dancing through a sunflower field. <laughs> uh, my uh, nephew told me that his last <laughs> girlfriend said that he was so unnecessarily mysterious. Or did she? What are caterpillars afraid of? Dog of village. <laughs> okay. I thought they'd be afraid of tripping over their shoelaces. <laughs> <laughs> Why does Terry keep his guitar in the refrigerator? He likes cool music. <laughs> yeah. Um. Irony is the need to accept cookies while accessing a weight loss website. <laughs> a genie grants a man three wishes. The man wishes for wish one that there were no more attorneys on the planet. Oof. Then for his second wish, the genie said, you don't get any more wishes. He said, but I have three wishes. He said, so sue me. <laughs> trying to understand some people is like trying to pick up a turd at the clean end. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, clean end. Hmm. <laughs> 
That's impossible. <laughs> what do you call a blood-sucking tax specialist? The Count Dracula. <laughs> Two, two metal windmills were standing in a field. One turned to the other and said, what kind of music do you listen to? And I'm into heavy metal fan. <laughs> All right. I'm a heavy metal fan. <laughs> what did you get if you cross a policeman and a skunk? Law and odor. <laughs> wow. You know, I've been feeling a little bit down lately. Two weeks ago, a distant relative of mine died and left me $50,000. Last week, another relative died and left me $100,000. This week, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's the old joke. <laughs> what is the tastiest part of a squirrel's house? The walnuts. Yeah, like Terry Walnut. <laughs> the walls, nutty. I would like to apologize to anyone I have not yet offended. I will get to you shortly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Well, my cousin asked his phone, Siri, why am I so bad at talking to women? She replied, I'm Alexa, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> if you have a family that is very good in math, then you have square roots. <laughs> <laughs> that would be it. As a kid, I think I ate too many Rice Krispies because now all my body does is snap, crackle, and pop. Pop makes the world go round. Snap, crackle, pop, Rice Krispies. <laughs> wow. If you think that your microwave is collecting data on you and your TV is spying on you, if you think that your microwave is collecting data on you and your TV is spying on you, the vacuum cleaner has been gathering dirt on you for years. The vacuum cleaner has been gathering dirt on you for years. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do mice like to eat for breakfast? Mice Krispies. Instead of Rice Krispies. The meaning, you know the meaning of the word latte? It means you pay too much for that cup of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you certainly did. <laughs> I asked my dentist what a cavity procedure would entail. He said, let me fill you in. 
fill him in cavities. Uh. I have a pen. I have a pen that writes underwater. It also writes other words too. <laughs> <laughs> Well, when you think you feel dumb, just remember there's somebody out there in the world pushing the door that says pull. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. Did, did you know that a brand new Tesla does not have that new car smell? They have more of an Elon Musk. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this is my last one I got here. What did one cupcake say to the other cupcake? You ain't seen muffin yet. <laughs> ain't seen muffin yet. That's a good one. I guess that's a good place to stop. I don't have any more. Right. Come on, come on, off the boat. Boat, you got 20 minutes to get out of town. You get out and you stay out. Uh, it will be time to tell everybody, hey, this is your host uh, signing out. This is your host, Keith, saying thanks for listening. Tell, uh, tell a friend about us. That's how we do uh, grow our audience the most. And, hey, do check us out on Audible and other platforms. And if you find us in a, some other place, let me know. This would be fun to hear about uh, where you listen to us at. Uh, and anyway, with all that said, uh, leave us a rating and review. Send us emails. Send us your own funny family story. Send me popcorn. And ask us a question <laughs> about blindness. And uh, yeah, support the Terry Popcorn Fund. <laughs> Click our PayPal button right there on our homepage. <laughs> Although I, some people say they have trouble finding it, but it's right there at the top. Mm. Dill pickles. This is. Or we can say, this is come back next week and hear Terry and Jill say stuff like this. Ah, uh, still pickles. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. That sounds funny. TSF at that sounds funny dot com. That sounds funny. Twenty minutes to get out of town. You get out and you stay out. Uh, it will be time to tell everybody. Hey, this is your host uh, signing out. This is your host Keith saying thanks for listening. Tell, uh, tell a friend about us. That's how we do uh, grow our audience the most. And hey, do check us out on Audible and other platforms. And if you find us in a, some other place, let me know. This would be fun to hear about uh, where you listen to us at. Uh, and anyway, with all that said, uh, leave us a rating and review. Send us emails. Send us your own funny family story. Send me popcorn. And ask us a question <laughs> about blindness. And uh, yeah, support the Terry Popcorn Fund. <laughs> Click our PayPal button right there on our homepage. <laughs> Although I, some people say they have trouble finding it, but it's right there at the top. Hmm. <laughs>
dill pickles. This is what we can say. This is come back next. We can hear Terry and Joel say stuff like this. Ah, dill pickles. Goodbye, everybody. That sounds funny. T S F at that sounds funny dot com. That sounds funny.